Hi, welcome to the Church Split. My name is Will, and this is Brian. You guys know my co-host here uh, and producer. I don't want to demote you. Yeah, I do everything around here. I do everything. <laughs> Depends what you mean, but yeah, this wouldn't work without you. But anyway, thank you guys for tuning into the Church Split. You guys know what we do. We help people escape their echo chambers and learn to think biblically. But the thing is, is what I want to address real quick. So today we are going to address this episode, The Spirit of Liberty from Liberty Baptist. They had uh, Pastor Nathan Rager on. They do discuss us. And this was sent to us. I was like, do you know? I don't even know how people find these things. I really don't I, I know. Don't, I don't know where people find these things. What weird part of the internet is that people tortured themselves over to find it. But they did. So a few things before we jump into this, because they do address us specifically. And whenever they, people address us, um, as long as it's manageable, as far as like not too many going on, we do like to address what is thrown at us. So a few things here is that they did comment as well. Uh, Liberty Baptist uh, did comment on our YouTube channel under the Nathan Rager response, uh, and you can go see everything that was said there. So a few things we wanted to give a co some context here as to how we got involved, because people don't know how we got involved in this, no. I guess, RFP versus IFB thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, RFP, of course, made their entire thing about going after the IFB and their false teachings. So... You and I, though, we started off, what, about eight months, a year before? Yeah. Something like that. We started off way before RFP did, and our whole thing was just talk about divisive topics, thinking biblically, and then we'll do rebuttal videos. Our first rebuttal video was a progressive Christian who was trying to argue for pro-choice Christianity with abortion, and we were like, that's wrong. So we kind of danced around the stuff, and then eventually you're like, Will, you know, if you want this platform to grow, you should probably get a Twitter. And I was like, oh, I hate Twitter. I don't want to get a Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate it and love it now. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, no, you need to get on Twitter. So I was like, fine. So... My, my uh, family started listening to RFP a little bit, and they told me about it, and I was like, okay, I listened to a couple episodes. I'm like, these guys are kind of funny, and I really like what they're doing. Uh, so I reached out to them, and you guys will know on our channel and uh, through our podcast, we have had all three hosts of the Recovering Fundamentalist podcast on here, and I just reached out to them after listening to them a few times just to get to know them each personally because you're hearing them all together. I thought it would be a cool way for everyone to get to know each other. Yeah. So. When I got on Twitter, I went through all the people that I've had on for interviews and decided to follow them because why wouldn't I? And of course, I do have an IFB background. So I'm like, oh, yeah, well, let's see what they're saying about all that. So I just yeah. found it interesting. Uh, in fact, a lot, lot of bygones are bygones for me. But then I found the Twitter storm. <laughs> I found this pocket on Twitter that I had no idea existed. And uh, it gets nasty on there. That's when I found the, the, the snarkiness, the, the launching off. And I will say sometimes the IFB people are real nasty. And sometimes like the recovering side, uh, and both have Anon accounts. Both can be vicious. Yeah. Uh, it's the internet and it's Twitter. What did you expect besides cancer? <laughs> Which is why we actually do try to behave ourselves on there. We try to keep, it's hard with 280 characters not to come off to super snarky, but it is what it is. Yeah. So I say all that because uh, this this whole thing uh, kind of accused that we are going after the IFB. It's like, well, no, we did a rebuttal video yeah. and then we had one dude on. Now we do talk about alcohol at our, on our podcast. We do, we have talked about uh, King James onlyism, mm -hmm. uh, separation from the world, appearance of evil. So we've talked about some IFB type topics, but I know the IFB aren't the only ones who talk about them. Yeah. Which is why I talk about them. So uh, then the church split ended up somehow in the middle of the fray. <laughs> and if the, I, but the unfortunate thing is a lot of times when you talk to IFB people, they think any sort of critique is an attack on everything. And, you know, I get the d defensive nature that can kick in. The next thing 
too quickly before we address what was specifically said here is that uh, one of the things that Liberty Baptist and Nathan Rager here uh, launch at us is one, I think it's funny that they think we, out of us, I am the mean, snarky one. You shut your mouth. I like my. My reputation right now. <laughs> yeah. Somehow Brian got labeled as the nice guy. Y'all don't know Brian very well. Um, the difference, the, the the real reason why I think the Nathan Rager one, it came off like I was the aggressor was because for a long period of time, we were talking about one of my topics, one mm-hmm. of my pet topics, which is alcohol. And then you'll notice not the entire thing, which was driving me nuts after about three hours of it all together. Uh, the, the, the pre-interview and the exit interview that we don't ha- we didn't really have for recording is just when you chat with them to be get to know each other. And I actually didn't mind him when I was talking to him. I was like, yeah, yeah. At the beginning, I was like, this guy's kind of funny. I mean, he he does have some good one-liners, and I felt like we had a, there was a decent amount of camaraderie. Yeah. Um, and of course, but once we talked, and I knew once we talked about the divisive issues specifically, that it was going to launch off. Yeah. Uh, and you spoke with him uh, directly, and uh, you yeah, and you're the one who had that. So there's some background there that some people don't know. On yeah, well, we well. talked about you know I offered on Twitter if he wanted to come on and respond to a rebuttal video. Asked if he had seen it. He said he did, and he uh, and I had actually commented one of his one video. I think someone put out of him outside an abortion clinic, and he said that. One of the reasons why he would be okay with coming on is because I defended him on that. Because yeah, I'm gonna defend someone that's just speaking out for for the unborn and and taking a pro life position. So that I didn't. Same side. I, I mean, it was it was the normal rager kind of mentality, and some people think that's funny. I wasn't addressing that part as much as just I appreciated what he was saying. And so he agreed to come on, and and we discussed some topics, and I think we hit the main chunk of the topics we want to talk about. Obviously, there's probably a list of ten. We got to three, but. Right, um, yeah, King James Onlyism was one of them, and there was yeah. this, and I, that was the one I was probably the least interested in. I have a whole series on it, and you know, usually when you get to that, it turns into one person twisting history, another person quoting history, yeah, and it's just one per. It's basically like one, one person has actual historical facts, the other one kind of twists things, and it's impossible that it's really impossible to have that conversation objectively with a lot of people unless they're open to that conversation. Yeah. Which is why I was like, okay. And also King James is a good translation. So for me, I don't care if you use the King James by all means. In fact, I quote most of my scripture from the King James Yeah, uh, by, by memory. And we didn't even address the alcohol topic in our rebuttal video of Nathan's podcast, but he wanted to bring that up, I think, because we were drinking while we were doing the rebuttal, which we're just having a good time because this is kind of what we do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're just having fun. And it was, so there really was no ill will. No. I was – now, what people, well, I think what people were kind of surprised by is they, the fact that they saw, I guess, myself when I go into debate mode. Mm-hmm. And you know how I get when I get to that. It, I, it be, I become laser-focused. And what was happening is every time I'd ask a direct question, it would let me put it to you this way is what the response would be. Then he'd talk for five minutes about something adjacent or unrelated to the topic of what I asked. So then I'd be like, but you didn't answer my question. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, he would go, well, or there was a time he was like, well, are we already, as we already established, I'm like, well, no, we did not establish. You stated, just because you stated doesn't mean it's established. Yeah, or he had to start responding to the question with, an insult on other people. Right. And attacking other people or trying to bring everyone else's reputation or calling me boy and stupid. Look up your stupid. <laughs> that yeah. was actually pretty funny though. <laughs> no, I was la- I, I mean, I was laughing because, okay, I, I'm going to do a whole episode here soon on why ad hominem. And what I mean by ad hominem is argumentum ad hominem. It's a logical fallacy. It's when you attack a person instead of the idea. So when I bring forth an argument and you attack me as opposed to my argument, it shows the fact that you have no ground to stand on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, and here's the thing too, people were saying I was, I came off arrogant. 
when you constantly demean me throughout the entire thing, I'm sorry. I reserve the right to be a bit more cheeky and pointed. Yeah, and it's not going to work on us either way. <laughs> exactly. It's not, you're not going to make me crack. You're going to entertain me. And also, I know that in a debate forum, in an actual discussion of facts, when Ed Hominin comes up, you have forfeited the discussion and you have now lost. And that's why we're laughing. <laughs> and that's why we're laughing. We're like, yep, thanks for letting us win. Uh, because it shows the fact that you have no argument, so you go for insults. Mm -hmm. And you know, that was my, and that's why I kept mentioning over and over again, like, well, Oinos, Methuo, you're not addressing this. You're being dismissive. Mm -hmm. And of course, my favorite, I think my favorite part was the whole, I'm going to appeal to the Greek minister's authority, but I'm going to completely be dismissive of the Jews who speak Hebrew. Yeah. That, that was hilarious. I was like, okay, I, funny double standard. Hebrew is the, still the same language, whether they believe in Jesus or not, but whatever. But <laughs> anyway, so if for people who don't understand why uh, they, we come off that, we've got, go ahead, by the way, watch our interviews where I interview him, he interviews me. Uh, you guys will get to know us a little bit more if you do that and why we are the way that we are. But yeah, I am, yeah, we're argumentative and we're pointed. And the thing is, is I do like to be friendly. You like to be friendly in discussion, but that doesn't mean it's always going to happen. Uh, so sometimes, but the thing is, is also I'm not one to pull the ejector handle when things get dicey. Uh, I'm going to just keep pressing the topic, which I'm not going to attack. Uh, in fact, I don't hate Rager much to what they're going to say here. Yeah. Um, I really don't. In fact, I found I got along with him on certain areas. And then once he starts talking theology, I very much disagree. And we actually said in the video, but we were trying to to address these things that Nathan was saying so that he could improve. We are not trying to destroy his church. We're not trying to destroy the IFB. We want you guys to get better, and we think that there's some biblical things that you got wrong, and that's what we're trying to address. And we think when you're bringing up wrong biblical teachings, that's dangerous. Exactly. It's not It's not meant to be an attack. It's not me trying to think you're dumb or I hate you. It's, no, these, this isn't accurate. And, mm -hmm. you know, I have friends that do that with me. I actually have friends once in a while when I'll say something, they'll text me when I, they think I got something wrong. And I actually appreciate that because I like to go in and see if I got it wrong. I have issued a behind the pulpit a few times. I'm like, yeah, guys, I got this part wrong, so I wanted to correct this a little bit from what I said a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Things like that. It's And we're all here to improve. And yeah, uh, if you come in into a, into a debate, because that's the other thing. People are like, well, if it's an interview, you should let them talk, and you guys don't let them talk. We let them talk a lot. You can see my face and yours. We have aneurysms a few times because we have to let certain things slide because we're trying to let them talk without interrupting them at everything we disagree or had issue with. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, like just the fact they kept saying broad, like to refer to women is maddening. And I actually, it makes me cringe because I, there's history with me with that. <laughs> I can't stand the word, but I was like, continue. <laughs> uh, but anyway, you know, there's a lot of things that we didn't like, but we let them, we did let them talk. And yes, we, we only interrupted when it was going way off topic from what we were trying to address and try to bring it back in. That's all it was. And then, or when, when somebody was ignoring the argument presented. Yeah. So debate reviews are interesting. Also was not an interview. That's the other thing. People keep saying, well, you have him for an interview. You should let him talk. Yes. If it was for me to ask him questions and let him give me his ideas like we did with Dr. Paul Copan recently, um, great. Yeah. Talk away. But when it's to respond to our rebuttal, this is a response. In other words, the heat, where there's going to be some serious back and forth discussion. Yeah. And we also agreed at the beginning to not talk in paragraphs. <laughs> yep. And Which, then we had to reiterate at the when we lost the feed we restarted the video to also stop insulting people. Yeah, and that, because that's why you and I were, there's that part where you and I are both going, hey, stop, 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 because you're attacking people again, and we're getting kind of tired of it already. And 
you know, people wondered how we kept our cool XYZ. We have an episode coming out on that here soon that I will be addressing as to what you can do to help yourself improve in that department. But anyway, too much talking, not enough responding. <laughs> so with that being said, we're going to talk about what was said about the church split uh, at uh, Liberty Baptist. And the irony of it being called Liberty Baptist, yet speaking legalism, is yeah. not lost on and me. And they're doing this Sunday morning as a live stream, so that's kind of interesting timing. But let's watch it. Uh, what, what do you have to say just to these? I mean, ha have you actually had anybody that liked you, knew you, that actually fell for anything these knuckleheads say? Ed Hominem. Or, you know, yep, personal attack. I don't think these people change anyone's minds. No. I think no. they just... I think they just rile up their own base to, and to make each other feel good. I don't think they change anything. They just get more bitter. They yeah. make each other worse. <laughs> right. No, no. I, I have not lost any friends from it. In fact, uh, I have a friend Real quick. who... I wanted to just say, we, we and the RFP have changed many people's minds. Um, we've gotten plenty of emails and stuff. We're like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I found you guys. You guys really opened my eyes to this stuff. So saying that we haven't changed anyone's minds, or the RFP hasn't changed. The RFP's gotten people back safe, like got back to God after they were atheists. So, well, they say in the video that they've never heard of us until they saw the the rager response on our channel. But they are somehow convinced that <laughs> no one's changing their mind after listening to what we're saying. Yeah, yeah, literally. and some people aren't. I that yeah, happens. Too. I'm not saying I'm going to change everyone's <laughs> minds. Information is out there for people to judge themselves. Yep. Uh, I won't say his name because uh, I don't want to uh, hurt his uh, ministry, but. He is still in the convention, and him watching uh, the way people react to fundamentalists has actually pushed him more toward IFB positions. Uh, it's 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 really it's really insane. I mean, this echo's killing it's me. It's put out there the, and the, what, the echo. what they are. <laughs> now you know, and, people felt probably in our baptism I mean, debate. Once <laughs> you see that these people will literally sit there drinking beer and defend their clothing, uh, given the shape of their private parts, and then they'll s literally sit there asking the same question over and over again, and then nag you to death when you don't have the will to answer a question anymore, in the same way Delilah nagged Samson to death to finally get him to give up. I mean... Wow, let's talk about an Jesus. They may influence each other with this stuff, but... Uh, you know what? Persecution is probably coming, and it's not going to be the kind of persecution of, like, death chambers or anything like that. It's going to be the soft pink persecution, like in Canada, that's going to be, like, civil style. They're going to come after your money. They're going to come after your property. And ironically, fundamentalists are going to be largely unaffected by this, except the real big uh, ones with the Bible colleges, who's really ironically going to be offended by it. I'm sorry, uh, you know, impacted by it is going to be the trendies. It's going to be the people who lose their uh, social media, who lose their big equipment and their, their big box uh, mega churches. Uh, I want to address that. So the first topic that we wanted to talk about when we had Nathan on was because between us releasing our rebuttal video and him coming on, his YouTube channel disappeared. And we're like, what's going on with that? Well, apparently his podcast was censored by YouTube for content. We wanted to ask about that because honestly, we do have a lot of common ground there against the big tech censorship. But I love that he just pointed out that he's saying, well, the fundamentalists aren't going to be um, affected by this. It's only the trendies that are going to lose their social media. Of us three here, Nathan and you and I, <laughs> who has lost their social media recently over big tech censorship. Exactly. 
Nathan. Just, yeah. <laughs> and, and also, it's funny because you'll notice when he talked about like, oh, yeah, so they're drinking their beer. Okay, yeah. But again, you have yet to prove that it's wrong or sinful. And we gave you ample opportunity. Also, he said that, you know, we're us wearing our clothes. I've, by the way, I've never known anyone in my entire life, and I went to Fairhaven, that was more obsessed with my clothing than Nathan Rager. <laughs> and for the record, I don't own skinny jeans. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you don't own skinny jeans. I, I have two pairs, and yeah, it's... That's just because you're Rachel Maddow. I'm Rachel Maddow, <laughs> which that's coming up here soon. Which he says that joke a lot, by the way. I thought that was so great. I was like, he really thought about that for a while, coming up with Rachel Maddow for me. Then I realized he's quoted th that joke for other people before. I'm like, dang it, never mind. Yeah, it's rehashed. I was, I was hoping I was having free rent in, in there with a really cool, <laughs> funny slogan. But it's As much fun. as we hate ad hominem, it is a funny insult. So yeah, yeah. Name. Um, <laughs> also, I do want to address what he talks about. Like, it's so tight that you can see their private parts. Dude, not... Like it depends on this, like the size of anything. Like, not all skinny jeans show your private parts. Are you yeah. out of your mind? Like, <laughs> unless it's your knee. <laughs> yeah, like what? Um, I saw his kneecap yesterday. Yeah, it, and, I don't oh understand that because it's like, yeah, it's maybe if somebody has them too small. I don't, I don't know. I, that's that's just such a weird thing because I'm like, I have worn plenty of like, or even suits. Yeah. Oh. This whole stop topic is so stupid. And look, watch the the interview we have with, or sorry, response with Rager, because we talk about the modesty part of yeah, that. And that's really the big part is not is not form it's of not the, the thigh. Form of, yeah, it's not the form of which he even agreed. What, he agreed with us at the end. Yes, he agreed with us at the end. Now, obviously, he's retracted. So anyway, right. uh, they're gonna uh. be the ones who don't have anything to live for anymore. And ironically, if the persecution comes, they're gonna be used in ministries like ours. And to basically justify pink what mean ministries like yours, you act like they don't have church buildings. That's what kills me. It's like they have church buildings too. That ironically affect us. This not is why division happens you know, in the church. So, like, don't fret. This kind of language. I mean, just yep, just attacking and broad brushing an entire group of people. Uh, I'll say it. There's a lot of good people in the IFB, and I don't hate all of them, and I don't actually hate any of them really. I actually feel bad for a lot of them. Like the same kind of sermons that we're doing today. I mean, they say and I'm just fascinated by it because it's like watching date? a NASCAR no. crash. I mean, <laughs> these people are going to go the way of disco. So just stay the course, stick to the, the old paths, and what old paths? What old paths? Again, we addressed this with you, and you watch even okay. What that is. <laughs> it's going to wax worse and worse it's, and worse and worse. If people are, if you look Andrew brought up a good point too. The old past is really like stuck in the 40s and 50s. Yeah, like it was after the Cold War, right before the hippie movements. And suddenly, anything, jeans or all this stuff was, and now it's like, IFB is stuck there, man. It's an interesting hypothesis, and maybe we'll have a different kind of IFB movement 50 years from now, and they're looking back on, a, well, the churches need to stick to the old past before all the tech censorship and before Donald Trump was no longer president or that kind of thing. Like, it was, it's like this this watershed moment for, the, for this church, and it became this, almost this idol to them. Yeah, exactly. Very interesting. Anyways, continuing. How much more in 20 years? You know, even if... Let's just commit to stay the course. Amen. Amen. Good stuff there. But yeah, well, hey. We are committed really to stay the course, too. On. Like, what? You know what? Just <laughs> His course, not your course. All right. Pastor Nathan Rager. You know, Amen. Don't don't let these people you, turn you mean, into something you're not. So what, you know, that's my advice to all Real quick, though. It's like, does this guy not understand the fact that, like, how would he feel if Nathan Rager attacked his wife? Yeah. And by the way, we are entertained by Nathan's personality. Oh, yeah. And we think there is something endearing to it. I see why he has a lot of Twitter followers. It's interesting, and he's he's interesting on camera. 
I just want him to say more truthful things and less character attacks and, and less, less obscene things. And yeah. yeah, it's, and that's the thing. It's like, again, afterwards we had a perfectly fine conversation uh, mm-hmm. once we stopped the recording and uh, he and it was like, okay, yeah. I mean, there's parts that, and that's what uh, a lot of people were saying. Even the RFP guys were like, yeah, we actually kind of felt for him. Like, cause it was like, you could see the person behind all the bombastic stuff when you talk to him. And a lot of people probably don't see that because of videos and the way everything's cut. They probably they don't see that side of that. Nathan is actually, it's like, Oh, there's actually a human being there. And no matter what, and your wife brings us up a lot. And I think it's an important point, no matter what behind, no matter who you're rebutting, no matter who you're taking, there's a human being there. Mm-hmm. That's an image bearer of God. So treat it with some decency. That's why I don't sit here and crack insults the entire time. Because I'm not going to insult an image bearer of God. And this isn't yeah. because I'm holier than thou. It's something I had to learn. I used to be, I'm amazing at insults. It is kind of fun. Well, yeah. When <laughs> I decided to just launch off out, out, out of jokes now, you see the joking side. But it's like, no, I'm really good at insults. But I realized it was a logical fallacy and I was actually mis- misappropriating the tongue. Yeah. And I'm not being gracious toward other believers. And, and they are it's believers. Not, it's not biblical. Exactly. It's not biblical. It's, it's not biblical. It's actually sinful. Yeah. It's scorn. Don't give me the, the den of vipers response either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah. Well, he, he was said, describing their behavior. Anyways. Jesus said this, so, so therefore I can say whatever I want. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> not how that works. All pastors out there, you know, be the personality, use the personality God gave you, okay? I'm not, I'm not There's saying, some serious virtue signaling here weird in two seconds. You know, let, you know, let the Bible fix your doctrine, but, you know, we've all been put through things in we life. We agree. Had, all had let the Bible fix your doctrine. us, and... You know, God has used all of that to form us into a, a unique individual that is going to have a unique ministry that reaches unique people. And uh, everybody's just looking for this cookie cutter type of preacher. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't want to <laughs> hold the phone. Cookie cutter. Cookie cutter preacher. The person who's creating uh, cookie cutter people and making them relinquish their individuality. Is the IFB <laughs> wear all your white shirts and your yeah. suits? You have to wear this. Tie. You have to dress this way. You have to have your hair cut this way. This haircut's not okay. You can't have a beard. You can't. A Ironic. War. Yeah, it, no, it is. It's funny because it's talking about individuality. Meanwhile, the IFB when I was there, it was like I'd wear like a turquoise shirt with my like a gray suit, and then I was told I was wearing like gay colors, and I'm like, it's a color that God made. I didn't realize that there were gay colors, but. Anyway, I guess red is okay, but not blue. I was almost going to wear a suit tonight for this, but too much work. <laughs> Plus, you would have that, that cool logo. I know. Where'd you get that shirt, man? Hanging shirt. around people that are just like me. You know, Check I, out our T-Spring. I don't, I don't mind having... So you can get a shirt. I like having a variety of personalities. I like listening to a variety of uh, styles of preaching. Now, obviously, again, I'm not looking for a variety of religions. Yep, that's true. Just a variety of collared shirts. Right. And... <laughs> And, and so that you know, I'm not I'm not looking for that, but it does seem like most of the criticism that people like they give people like Pastor Rager, it is more about style, personality. Hold up, <laughs> we only rebutted his content. Yep, the entire time, only exclusively. We didn't rebut his style. Nope, his and <laughs> exactly like all his little fun little rhymes and stuff that he were taking across the street, dumping and stuff. I'm not mocking that. Whatever, dude. Yeah, funny. I have no problem with somebody having their own preaching speaking style. The only style that we addressed 
was Luke style because they were making fun of people that they said look like the Gap catalog, and we showed the Gap cat- catalog that matched what, Na- what Luke was wearing. But that was it. <laughs> yeah, and that's because they brought it up, and we were just showing the fact that they can't live up to their own standard. Yep. That's it. It was not because I think there's actually <laughs> something wrong with that. I don't care. You could go to sh- church and shorts and t-shirt. I don't think God really cares. He's seeing you naked. And not even so much content. They try to pretend they want to talk about content, like those clowns did with TV. Oh, the oh day. we're clowns. Ed Hamann. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that one, the skinny jeans one. You're the skinny jeans like, one. I, but you know what's funny is I, <laughs> I, I, I did this last time. Now I'm not wearing skinny jeans. It's crazy how that works, isn't it? Like, Glad to see you reformed. Oh, yeah. By the way, oh, I forgot to grab my pajama pants that I was going to grab. We'll grab it in a minute. Okay, yeah. Thank God for video editing. <laughs> he, like, the whole, you know, the whole time, he's just not listening to anything you say. He's interrupting. He's he's laughing. He's being sarcastic. I mean, we do a lot of sarcasm here. Sorry. Revolting and disgusting. How is it revolting and disgusting to ask a direct question and and expect a direct response? That's all I did, and he kept dodging. Would let me put it to you this way. And yes, I laughed because I was insulted multiple times throughout the entire experience. I remained respectful at the beginning. I cut him off by it, but I still remained respectful. Especially after you call, again, you would call me stupid, call me boy, and all this stupid stuff that is, is damaging to actually having a biblical conversation. Yes, I'm go- and when I'm interrupting you, it's to get you back on track or showing the fact that you're not addressing my point. So I had to keep repeating myself because he wasn't addressing my specific point. He was addressing his own little like radius of points that he wanted to talk about, but he's not addressing my specific one. And it's like, yeah. well, yeah, but that's not how discussions work. I can talk about all those, but what about this, which is, seriously, somebody could break down Oinos and Methuo and Yayin and Shalga and start showing me how these words actually mean to- to- something totally different. That's one of my biggest, like, linchpins for the entire conversation. Mm-hmm. Or wine. Or, yeah, wine, <laughs> as the KJV would put it. Just a friendly rebuke here, though. These are pastors that are on Sunday before church, and they're... Literally name calling people. Yep. What a great way to start calling off. Calling us And the thing is, it's like we're brothers in Christ. I don't know him. He doesn't know me. I just can we deal with my with our ideas and teachings and have a biblical recourse or not? No, we're, that's too hard. You continue. If you invite somebody on a show to talk about their beliefs and then just and doesn't let them talk. We let him talk a lot. I mean, that was the interview's two hours. The body language, because I'm spending pretty much the whole uh, podcast looking down at my Bible. Oh man, (laughs) he was so cynical, so snarky. You know, the other guy I think was genuinely interested. Hold on, that's me. He's talking about me. Yeah, I know. I know. You want to hear yourself get complimented? (laughs) No, no. Real quick, that's a that's such a hardcore virtue signal, right? First, there's two virtue signals that happen here. We want individuality. We want people to keep their personality because of the impact this. But those RFP guys and, and their personalities and their that's not okay. Shame. Shame. <laughs> but so it turns into okay, our virtue signaling is okay. The way we do this is okay, but the way they do it is all bad. Yeah. Um, then here, I was so spiritual. I just had my nose down in my Bible the entire time. You know why we didn't have our and our Bibles the entire time? Because we had them memorized. <laughs> the way we're supposed to. 
in his translation. <laughs> in his preferred translation. Also, just in case, I had my iPad up here with all the verses. I had my, uh, what's like a 13, I don't know. I have a multi-page document of every single verse, basically, that mentions alcohol and breaking it down because I had to do an entire study on this, which is exactly what changed my mind on alcohol. Ironically, if Nathan would have watched our video on alcohol, he probably could have had a lot better argument and research. Yeah, better. he probably, actually, that was one of the things I was worried about. I'm like, I didn't really study much ahead, but I feel like I'll be okay. I'm like, if he watches that and has some better responses, this might actually get interesting. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. No. Nope. It was just, oh, let's <laughs> not talk about the language. So yeah. anyway, uh, now let's talk about you get complimented. in what you had to say. The other guy, the other guy came out of like a liberal <laughs> Calvinist background. Uh-huh. And then it was Calvinist. I wouldn't the, call it liberal. The, you know, the guy who looks like Rachel Maddow uh, yeah. with his best grand beard. Ed Hominem. Uh, he came uh-huh. out of Crown College and uh, uh, what's not, not Hiles Anderson, but the other uh, Bible college in Indiana. I forget what it is. Fairhaven? What's that? Fairhaven? Now they know your whole yes, life sir, story. Fairhaven. They know everything about and me. You can tell he's just as bitter as can be. And they didn't put this on the podcast, but... It looked like when he stood up, he was literally wearing leggings that had like uh, okay, pause. colored Go get it. Go get them. I'll be right back. All right. Ready. This is what I was wearing. Look at those yoga pants. These baggy, saggy. My wife actually told me the other day that these pants right here make my butt look saggy like a frog's. <laughs> um, so not yoga pants. And if you're wondering, what is this weird, colorful whatever These are pajama pants. Here's one of the best parts about working on YouTube behind a desk. I can wear whatever I want from the waist down. Y'all don't know. You can't see the form of his thigh. See? Boom. Can't even tell. Now, this this is uh, here. It's from a video game named Cuphead. Now, I can already hear the IFP people. Oh, yep. Wait, playing their their video games. Yeah, look, whatever. You guys watch. You're on YouTube. You clicked on our face. Yeah, you clicked on our (laughs) face. You're wasting time on YouTube. Uh, You watch the game. Go read the Bible, heretic. Yeah. <laughs> is that an ad hominem? <laughs> um, but no, the thing is, is uh, this is from a game actually uh, that tries to impicture the 1920s. So it's part of the old paths. Yep. <laughs> essentially old. And uh, right my daughter hand. got this for me because we got the we bought the game together so uh, Tabitha and I could play it. And, and we played the game. And it was a lot of fun. It's about two guys who make a really bad choice to go gambling. And then the devil, there's this whole thing with the devil that works out. And then you have to go beat the devil. So it's rather, I'd say it's a decent message. <laughs> I don't like gambling and I think it's foolish. And Now, if you, if you wait a lot more, those could be considered yoga pants. Yes, but see, <laughs> I don't. So anyway, I just find it funny that he tries. So this is out. That's my whole point here. Uh, this is slander. Okay. Slander and, and, and talking out of both sides of your mouth. Okay, you can't sit there and say that I was wearing yoga pants with certainty in such an absolute statement when they were not, in fact, yoga pants. And then you make it out like colorful is wrong when you don't even know what the what the stupid pants are. It's a dumb attack. It's foolishness. Really, it is foolish behavior to just like I said, I've never known anyone more obsessed with my 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 clothes than Nathan Rager. Even more so than your wife. Even my <laughs> wife, exactly. Oh, to be fair, I pick out her outfits usually. <laughs> so, uh, she she went from skirts to jeans because I'm sure in your eyes that would be considered very harlot of her. So anyway, point is, it's a slanderous attack. It's is baseless. And here's the thing: people say I when they say we hate him, we don't. No. I hate baseless accusations on biblical teachings and baseless uh, doctrines. Mm-hmm. I. I unsubstantiated claims drive me crazy 
Uh, you at least should have some sort of reasons for things. And anyway, I, I and if you're going to say stuff like that, we might make a video about it. So here you go. Here we go. Oh, boy. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, that makes a lot of sense because the thing is people who are from the you know more liberal background, they're often genuinely curious about people like us. Even if they disagree, yeah. they're genuinely – that's why, probably why that one guy seemed that way where people who left us, it is. It's bitter hatred, and they're still under conviction. And that's Are why you under conviction? No, hold on. I got to address that too. <laughs> this is really funny. Again, I already gave the context, but he's heard Nathan Rager give a 15-second summary of my entire life. And we all know after all the things I've been through that takes far more than 15 seconds. That hour and 45 minutes was barely scraping the surface of anything. Yeah. Were you, were you, were you from a liberal background? <laughs> no, I was not. I mean, it probably was a little bit more liberal than what they're in right now, but but they're like like yeah, it, it, they're, well, they're extreme conservative right, um, essentially. And you're not that it, no. In fact, Brian is arguably. I wonder at how politically conservative he is in comparison to some of these people because you're pretty politically conservative. Um, so debate me, <laughs> fight me. Also, so am I. Uh, in fact, I forgot to grab it. I was going to grab my leftist tears daily wire tumbler and my louder crowder one, and I was going to have my guns up. I, I, I had this whole idea, and I didn't end up going with it. Where I'm like, see how liberal I am. Uh, I'm not, and it's funny because it's like, oh, those people who left us, they hate us. It's bitter. It's not hatred or bitter. Bitter. I'm not hateful or bitter. I have a lot of friends still in the IFB. I talk to some of my friends in their IFB regularly. Um, in fact, I'm known about that uh, from my circle of friends. When I chime in, people are like, oh, yep, I thought Will would chime in here. <laughs> it's pretty well known that I'm going to have these types of discussions. I just found what literally I literally did yesterday. <laughs> exactly. Um, it, but it's, I just found over time, as I discussed things, as I looked at things biblically and learned hermeneutics and I learned these things, I started going, so none of these actually, these extra biblical things, the, the suits, the ties, the music standards, none of these things actually have a real biblical basis. We just say it, we just use this verse, like separation from the world, and then we apply it to anything we don't like culturally while we make excuses and exceptions for other things. That's why, check out our separation of the world uh, um, video. video or episode. I have to remember the fact that I have a lot of audio listeners. <laughs> so, sorry, it's not always videos for you all. And the point I want to make, they, 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 liberals to them are, are so evil, right? And but so funny how similar these guys are oh, to so that. So when you look at progressive Christians, right, and they kind of make this idol out of love, right? It's just everything's about love. Uh, if you, if you're not being loving, then you're being sinful, and the Bible can't correct you because it just it's about love and just wants you to be happy. So their idol's love. Your idol is old paths. Your idol is old time religion. It's also this arbitrary ambi ambiguity ambiguous, there it is, ambiguous concept that you are pushing, it's the same thing. You've just focused on one thing that's not biblical, just like they did, and now you're tying everything around it to that. And I'm sorry, it's you just made an idol just like they are. It's all unbiblical crap. Yeah, and when it's unbiblical, and you can't tie it down biblically, harshly, strongly, because God is not the author of confusion, as they like to say so much, mm -hmm. okay, then point me to the chapter and verse that says, why, why, is this, why is the Bible so ambiguous where it, you can easily get to the point where it says, to get drunk is a sin, but not drinking. Yeah. Seems like God would be like, never take alcohol ever. Just like he makes that clear about fornication, stealing, murder. God's not the author of confusion. So, and what's funny is that, so you're right, progressive Christians have all these unbiblical standards that they twist the Bible to fit their narrative, right? Mm -hmm. And they will kick you out if you don't, if you don't agree yep. to it. <laughs> Cancel you. And then it's like over here, instead, you're going to get the church discipline and you're going to get called a reprobate and everything else because 
they have all these extra biblical things that they built, as, as Reeves says that they mentioned earlier, you know, precept upon precept, line upon line. It's like, that's not even what that's talking about. It's talking about the law of Moses and reteaching it to Israel. But yeah. anyway. Join the IFB church and get woke. Boom. Moving Difference on. in behavior, because I didn't know anything about those two. I just right. I saw somebody share that on Twitter. You still don't. I just watched that, and I was just like. Dude, but now you're making comments guy, about us. If, yeah, now that you are telling me his ba the background. What's wrong with God made this now. one a little extra snarky a and a little less tolerant. It makes sense now. It makes sense now. That's what he says. Rangers still in 15 seconds about us, and now it makes sense. He needs to get on a show where people aren't acting like a bunch of queer little maniacs, you know. Ah, queer little maniacs. Really? We put a light. Need to put like an ad hominem counter up for this video. <laughs> Seriously, and also call it us queer. We're married to women with children. <laughs> like, what? It's such a baseless. Again, it's a queer little maniacs to what? Ask questions and expect biblical answers. That makes me a queer little maniac. To actually ask you to substantiate your claims and not dodge it and sidestep it. Let me put it to you this way. And that was not harsh preaching. You just sound like an idiot. Yeah, that's well, it's true because that's the thing is when they're going, well, they just don't like hard preaching. No, 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 no. I love me some hard preaching. In fact, that's why Vody Bauckham, Vody Bauckham is amazing. Like he, that guy just lays it out there, mm -hmm. but he's, you know, I'm not in the IFB camp. So I'm sure they'd consider him terrible and liberal, but man, that guy lays it down harshly and, and yeah. not, but not in a spirit of hatred. It's out of a spirit of love to do better. And there's a lot of people that we can say the same about. I, I just, anyway. You can do better. I, I'm going to make a t-shirt for Teespring saying, uh, if I <laughs> if I want biblical exegesis, you can call me a queer little maniac. <laughs> that might be a little bit long for a little wordy for a t-shirt, but I just want to wear it. I'll just send it to queer them. little maniacs, there you, go. you know. <laughs> and it is. It's always enjoyable. I always enjoy the interviews and things. And, I really you know, enjoy interviews, anyway, too. Anyway. We've, we've got to shut this thing down. But again, uh, thank you for joining us. And make sure you check out his uh, website. And are, are you, your uh, Sons of Thunder podcast, are you doing those right now? Or are those on Rumble? Or are those kind of on uh, yeah, right now? You can find the, uh, the, the uh, Fundamental Thunder podcast. Sons of Thunder. Uh, that's, now on <laughs> that's actually been a pretty dope name because that's uh, the, what they call it. Can be, yeah. It'll be on Facebook. Be dope. But definitely subscribe to our page at rumble.com. And uh, also the, the the thunder the thunder podcast will be resuming, uh, Lord willing, this week. Uh, so uh, yeah, I can't wait. BaptistTampaBay.com. <laughs> and uh, are we kind of done with it? Yeah. Thought we were moving on from this. I thought we were moving on from this until this happened. We'll, we'll be, uh, I was like, oh, I guess we got to respond because I can't let people right. get away with baseless well, hey, accusations. Thank you all for watching. You're welcome. And very excited. Very thank you for talking about us. Free press. You can at least unplug the church split. Go hate them. They even mentioned me. I'm the liberal Calvinist. He mentions Will, and then he's like, oh, I said his name. I better not do that. Making history on the spirit of liberty again biggest day of his life uh and so <laughs> thank you very much we will see you all next week god bless all right now i just wanted to address this real quick okay so yes we're cracking jokes and stuff we're that's actually one of the biggest things you and i get together and it's like there's too much camaraderie here so i feel mm -hmm. like when people watch this they might get the wrong impression 
legitimately though, it, hear me, okay? I am not here to actually split churches and attack people. I, I think because of the break background, the yellow glow, and it's called the church split. People get this idea that it's like, these guys want to go in there and just get in the dirt and grime. Look, yeah, I live in the divisive areas in Christianity because I'm constantly wanting to learn more and study. Mm -hmm. And because those are the big areas, okay? The death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ, faith and trust in him, saving you, all that good stuff. Yeah, 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 I'm with it. <laughs> that, that part's pretty well established. I like to live in the other areas and have those conversations. But that's the thing is I like to have conversations. I don't, I mean, I do like to debate. If someone ever wanted me to debate on a particular topic, I'd probably take them up on it and prep and do a great, at least I would hope I'd do a great job. I really like debate. Uh, but the point of this isn't to attack. We do want to unite the body. But when you're just slinging mud, when you're calling me Rachel Maddow with a Civil War beard, which, by the way, is hilarious. That is it funny. is funny, but when you actually mean it as a derogatory statement, it just divides. Um, me going, you'll notice I don't want to make it about you guys. I want to make it about what you're saying, what your ideas. Because I think deep down, some of these people, or not even that deep down, these people a lot of times are good people. They just have really bad ideas. Mm -hmm. And it's it's an idea. The best part about that is that you can't always make a good person a good person, but you can change an idea. And so if a, per a good person changes their idea, they're one step closer to truth. So that's good. Now, if somebody's got a na natural, terrible character about them, no goodness about them whatsoever, it doesn't matter how good of an idea you get them, they're a bad person, they're, they're a bad egg, they're a bad egg. Mm -hmm. um, does that make sense? It does. Because they first have to repent to become a good person before the ideas even matter. And we're not saying any of them are bad people. We're just saying, please stop attacking people's character and please at least consider some of the biblical rebukes. Yeah, and consider the fact that you might actually be wrong. Maybe what the IFB has taught, the reason why there's this huge exodus and there is so much bitterness, and I'm not defending all that. I know there are things that people have said, like he mentions earlier that people made fun of this little girl. Um, I saw that uh, that was posted. I didn't really see people making fun of this little girl, but I heard them kind of just making remarks about the music in general, but this little girl singing with her family and stuff. And I was like, the family actually sounds pretty good. And Okay, so the song is about them not going to hell. I really got no problem with this, but yeah. I did find it funny how it wasn't an IFB church and one of them was playing like an electric bass. And I'm like, it was funny when I was in the IFB that sometimes that was okay, sometimes it wasn't okay. <laughs> and then how it was kind of southern twangy, a little bluegrassy. And some places that'd be considered too syncopated and worldly. And then other places would be considered okay. So it just it's because subjective and God's objective. And when you try to make subjectivism objectivism, it just turns into a big, gigantic mess. So... Anyway, if you haven't already, I think we said, is there anything you wanted to add there? We want to unify. No, I, 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 I hope I came across really mean. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> Brian's like, I'm going to get my crown back. <laughs> I am the jerk. In fact, uh, my brother-in-law, I told him about it today. I was like, yeah, I still get why, they, everyone, why, why these people think I'm the jerk. He's like, well, it's because you're the one pressing. He's like, but the day that Brian is called the nice guy between the two of you is that he's like, I'm surprised Jesus hasn't returned. <laughs> Look, I make most of our memes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Go to our meme, go to our Instagram page. And the ones that we put up are only the ones that will things are not too spicy to not put. There's up. some, there's sometimes you send me, I'm like, that's a little, that's funny, but I'm not posting that. I think it's true, but I'm not dealing with all that yet. So in Will's defense, he is the gatekeeper for those memes. <laughs> yes. I'm, I make some that are really terrible, but I, I'll, I mean that all in jest, but seriously, guys, I think if you were to talk with us, I think if you were to take some time to get to know what we're talking about and really stop looking at how to attack our character, but 
attack our arguments, I'm very much okay with you trying to attack our arguments, and we will respond. And this wasn't uh, us being defensive, bring this up. We thought this video was funny, and we figured a lot of people should see it, because, I don't know, some of the things they were saying was, was interesting, and... And some of the things did need to be responded to because they were just frankly untrue. And guys, you're sitting there before church on a Sunday. Probably shouldn't be saying untrue things. Yep, and slandering other brothers in Christ. So, yeah, that was the point. Um, I Seriously, this actually cracked me up. Uh, so we aren't butthurt. We're not bothered by it. I'm not going to lose any sleep over this. In fact, we'll probably talk about it and laugh more because uh, some of the things that were said were funny. Uh, I'm going to call you a, qu a queer little maniac <laughs> for the rest of the night and maybe the rest of the week. I don't know. That's going to happen a lot. But anyway, guys, if you haven't already, like and subscribe to The Church Split. We really appreciate you all being along for the ride. Also, thank you for our three Patreons. We have three Patreons now. High five. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for giving. Um, it's still one of the, we have recently got a new camera. So if you can see every little speck in my Civil War beard, <laughs> that is because we were able to finally raise enough money to get a really nice camera. Thank you all for being part of that. And if you guys haven't already, uh, leave us a, a five-star review on all the podcast platforms you can. Or if you're going to leave us a one-star review, just make it spicy. Yeah, make it really good. Like, I want... I want All right. caps. All caps. caps. I want the typos from the caps. <laughs> I want the Karen response, baby. If you're going to give me a one-star review, at least give me something to go back on. Entertain us. Yeah, exactly. But no character attacks. Maybe a little bit. It's fine. <laughs> but anyway, thank you all for tuning in to The Church Split. Take care and stay tuned. We got a few more episodes coming your way.